Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, and this is your Metabolic Reset, helping you reach your health goals with simple tips and strategies. When I'm deciding what episodes to do, I often look at the most common questions asked about health, and one of them was, is pizza junk food? And I don't consider pizza junk food. Um, I would say we eat it out probably about once a month, but then I have leftovers from it too. And there's definitely ways that you can make it healthier for sure. So first of all, you can make it at home. We even make our own dough and it's incredible. I'll I'll put a link to the flour that we use. It's unbelievable. You'll never go back to store-bought when you try it. And then next, we would buy it from a local place where we know they're using quality, real ingredients. And then, you know, the least healthy would probably be a chain. And, you know, that's just because it's going to be the most processed. It's going to have the most sodium in there. I decided to really do this episode after kind of thinking about that because I feel like I see posts all the time about a healthy dinner, a healthy lunch, a healthy snack, and all they did was replace the carb with something else. Y'all, I've been there. Cutting carbs really, really worked for me in my late 20s. And each time I tried it after that, it worked a little bit less and a little bit less. And after I turned 40, it just didn't work for me at all. And as I was doing research about metabolism and resetting my metabolism, I found out that studies show that it does slow down your metabolism. And so let me just say this. If you love it and it works for you, I don't want to yuck other people's yum, but when I'm doing the research, it's really showing that it works really well for a small percentage of people. And for most people, it's a balanced. And for another short, you know, small, small percentage, it's high carb. (laughs) So, you know, as I always say, listen to your body. And if you're listening to your body, it's going to tell you, you know, what it prefers. But really in the research, I found many studies that show that we are actually harming our bodies from doing super, super low carb or cutting out carbs completely. And unless a doctor, you know, told you to do do so and they're monitoring you, obviously that's a completely different case. But the reason so many people lose wait fast is because the second word, the second part of the word carb is hydrate. And so it's just keeping us from storing water for a short period of time. And so that 10 to 12 pounds that we all probably lost really quickly when we did this is mostly water. And it comes right back when we add the carbs. And those of us who've done low carb thing many times off and on, we know this to be true. Okay, we lost that weight fast. And as we added carbs, it came back on and it's water. And it stopped working time after, you know, time after time. So I I, I think I probably have a lot of listeners who are kind of with me. They're like, oh, that used to work for me and it doesn't anymore. So research consistently shows that people who exercise regularly need enough carbs or their testosterone will drop and their cortisol levels will rise. And those cortisol levels is what um, has us to store belly fat. And John and I were actually talking about this last night because I was preparing for this episode. And I was like, you know, we both went 
we both went through that. We both used to do really low or, you know, no carb. And we really noticed that looking back, I mean, not while we were in it, that we didn't have that muscle definition that we used to have because of testosterone. And we both, for the first time in our lives, really had a belly. So in fact, eating too low carb for too long can cause significant disruption in many hormones. And so women in particular, if you're doing too low carb, especially active women, because, you know, we were talking about exercise, but you can have a stopped or a regular menstrual cycle, lowered fertility, hypoglycemia or blood sugar swings, more body fat, especially in the belly because of those cortisol levels, loss of bone density, more anxiety, depression, or mental health issues, chronic inflammation, or even chronic pain, chronic fatigue, and disrupted sleep. And so obviously those are the things we're trying to avoid. So in a recent study at Penn State University, researchers asked 186 women to rank the foods that they really can't resist. They have a hard time stop eating. And those foods were ice cream, chips, chocolate cookies, pizza, bringing it back to pizza. And the scientists then had the participants follow a 12-month weight loss program, and they really monitored their strategies. And they really wanted to manage their their own problem foods, as they would call it. And the result, I think it's pretty amazing. The people who completely avoided their problem foods, whatever they were, and I told you the top five, so, you know, the things we would see in extreme diets, restrictive diets, or quick fix weight loss, we're trying to lose this weight fast. It was actually not an effective strategy. What did help? Limiting and talking about portion sizes of their quote unquote problem foods. So instead of giving them up altogether, they just made a portion choice or they ate them less often, but they didn't put them on the I'm not allowed to eat this list. And it was strongly related to better results for weight loss. In fact, they lost almost twice as much over the 12-month period as the people who were like, no carbs, no pizza, no cookies, no chocolate, whatever their specific problem food was. So You know, if some foods make you feel out of control, you may want to put some boundaries around them, but that doesn't mean you can never, ever eat them. You could have a salad and one slice of pizza or whatever. You know, find that balance that works for you. As always, you know I want you to just keep it simple. Don't overly restrict. We're talking about balance. Enjoyed a wide variety of minimally processed whole fresh foods Carbs can really be your friend, especially for active people. So avoiding those quote-unquote problem foods, chips, chocolate cookies, pizza, insert whatever your favorite food here is that you would probably consider your problem food, it actually does not result in more weight loss in the long term. And yet again, the only rules come from your personal body, your personal experience, You don't have to follow a dietary prescription for someone else's body. Listen to your body. Observe how you look, feel, perform after certain foods, and then decide what to do based on that data, not data that had someone else had it work for them. Collect it for yourself. 
not on what you think you quote unquote should do. I really want you to reflect on this and see what you think, see if it resonates with you. You know, as always, I'm like, take the best, leave the rest. And so if this doesn't resonate with you, that's fine. But I think the people who have tried several things, big restrictions, cutting out food completely, putting this on the no list might really know what I'm talking about. And so I would love for you to try this for 30, 60, 90 days and just see how much better it feels in your body, listening to your body, giving your body what it needs. Please subscribe or follow and I will see you next time.